joking, roughhousing and candy binging, but today they were moping about like a bunch of gnomes who'd lost their pointy hats. Deeb sighed. It does seem like a waste to kick it in before I even grow hair on my chest. He took a bite of his cruller, wiped his hands on his leather vest, and bounced the uneaten portion of the pastry off the head of a nearby bandit. I just need to pull off a jar big enough to grab the people's attention away from those stinking princes and put it back on me where it belongs. I believe we have a few recently abducted visitors in our cells. Fools who made the mistake of crossing the border into Roberia, Vera said, tapping the hilt of his rapier. Perhaps one of them will merit some sort of ransom. I suppose. Well... Parade him through here, Deeb said, forcing a smile. At worst, we can run him through the wedgie machine. That's always good for a pick-me-up. Ah, there you go, said Vera. It is nice to see a glimmer of the old sociopathic gang leader I'm used to. The first unfortunate soul brought before the king was a scrawny old man in a ragged shirt and peasant pants. A farmer? Deeb asked sounding bored already. Well, that's useless. Oh, unless you grow magic beans. You grow any magic beans? The old man shook his head apologetically. Just eggplants. Next! Deeb shouted. The old man was dragged off and replaced before the throne by a tiny, sad-faced fellow in a dirty green suit. A beefy guard held the itty-bitty man up by his ankle. A leprechaun! Now we're talking! Deeb popped upright. Where's your gold, leppy? I haven't got any gold, the leprechaun grumbled. You've already stolen all of it. I can see most of me treasure sitting right there behind your big bowl of licorice whips. Deeb deflated. Well, if you've got no gold, what good are you to me? Back to the dungeon! Wait! The desperate leprechaun called out. I could do a jig for you. Deeb rolled his eyes. Dungeon! I can remove curses! The leprechaun shouted. Are there any curses you want me to get rid of? Get rid of curses? Why would I do that? I love curses. Want to hear some of my favorites? And as the leprechaun was carried off, the bandit king treated him to a long list of unsavory words. Vero, who sat on a treasure chest by the wall, furrowed his brow in concern. Perhaps this next one will, as we say in my country, do the trick. The third and final prisoner was a portly, bald man. All right, what's your story? Deeb asked. I'm just a messenger, your banditness, the man said. I was on my way to deliver a letter. I didn't realize I'd trespassed on... Save it, mailman, hand over the note. The messenger reluctantly placed the parchment into the bandit king's sticky fingers. Deeb unfolded it, scanned it, and began chuckling. Oh, this is rich. He stood on his throne and read, Oh, brave and noble league of princes, the village of Fizzledorf is in dire need of your aid. For months, we have been repeatedly set upon by a monstrous beast. The vicious creature has attacked townsfolk, destroyed homes, and devoured livestock. 
We fear it is only a matter of time before one of us becomes the monster's next midnight snack. Please, bold princes, we beseech you, only heroes of your caliber could best a beast so ferocious and save what is left of Fizzledorf. The messenger cleared his throat. So, he said, as you can see, I really do need to get that letter to the League as quickly as possible. He wiped the sweat from his brow. If you'll kindly just pass it back. Tell me what you know about this beast, Deeb said, hopping down and pacing a tight circle around the messenger, his nest of black hair tickling the man's nose as he passed. Um, it's big, like a bear, the man said. Huge fangs and claws, powerful, can shred a wooden door like a piece of cheese. There are these siblings who live down the road from me, the beast can...